0: Hey guys, happy Saturday. I am Charlie Ungemach. I'm the founder and curator of the Grid Up Podcast. I'm so happy you've joined us today. I'm glad you're with me. (laughs) I will admit that I am (laughs) tired. I'm worn out. This week has done me in a little bit, but uh, I couldn't be happier to be serving you. I couldn't be happier to be serving the community I get to serve and the children I get to serve in the classroom every day. This is the long part of the school year for a teacher. Uh, I, I got I think eight consecutive weeks without a day off of school, which uh, I know that sounds you know wimpy to anybody that's not a teacher. But um, remember, it's not just what happens during the school that we got all kinds of other stuff going on too. So it, I, anyway, it it's, it gets long. Um, but what a great uh, what a great opportunity to lean on the love of Jesus. Um, he says that uh, young men grow tired and weary, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. Right. So uh, we keep running. Uh, One of my favorite authors, Lorraine Monroe, who runs an awesome school out in New York City. I think it's either Harlem or the Bronx, um, but she runs Frederick Douglass Academy out there. She says, um, you can run on empty physically if you're fired up spiritually. Uh, at least for a while, you can run on empty physically when you're fired up spiritually. So um, I put this podcast together for you. I hope I didn't uh, spit any heresy at you or anything. I, uh, it's something that well, I was inspired um, by a text that somebody sent me. They just sent me a, a proverb off the top of their heads um, that they were listening to. On Well, it was like a, it was a like proverb of the day. And they sent it to me and I thought, you know what, that's something we ought to talk about. So we're going to talk about purity of heart today um, and the idea that I cannot follow my heart because it is corrupt. Before we get into that, though, make sure uh, you are following us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, We have a Facebook community as well that you can join. It's getting bigger every day. I'm approving guys every day and more people are joining it. I hope you will join us soon. Um, We're going to ratchet up the quality of conversations over there as more men get involved. Um, If you are a member of that Facebook community, make sure you're checking it and responding to posts and, and having conversations with each other. It's a great opportunity for men to interact with each other and to grow in grace And knowledge of the truth. Uh, We also would love to share, that's what men are made to do, is to share information and wisdom. Um, and knowledge with each other. And this is a great opportunity to do that. Uh, third thing, guys, if you are willing or if the Lord lays it on your heart to support this podcast, this is a ministry that is not funded by any great organization or anything like that that's overseeing us. Uh, this is just something that the Lord laid on my heart to do, and now we're doing it. And Jay Fry is doing it with me, and we love it. Um, and so we, if you decide to support us, you can find us on Patreon. We have a Patreon account. Um, and you can. the way Patreon works is you can either donate monthly or you can do a one-time gift Either way, um, and if you do give us a, if you do send any money our way, we will send you a thank you gift as well, and a handwritten note, and all that good stuff. Um, if the Lord, uh, if the Lord leads you to do so, it will help bring this message to men all over the world, um, men who, young men who are looking to grow. As Christian men and serve the communities and their families better. So if that if that's something that you want to do, you can certainly do that. And please do um, please do consider supporting us on Patreon. Last thing is, uh, we are looking for sponsors for this podcast. That helps us uh, with the fees that are involved in putting a podcast together. We're never going to charge you for this podcast or make you pay for it. We're going to give you this content and men all over the world get this content for free. And so if you'd like to sponsor it, um, you, we can get your the name of your organization out there, what you do, how you do it, um, the, maybe the product that you guys put out, all that kind of stuff. We can do that. Um, today's sponsor is uh, Pastor Paul Steinberg he has a podcast called the Christ for Disciples podcast. You're about to hear from him in just a second. He's the sponsor of today's episode. Uh, if you want to sponsor an episode or a series of episodes, get in touch with me. All the information, all the contact information is at the end of the podcast. Um, please do that. Uh, there is a men's conference coming up on March 23rd in Exonia, Wisconsin called the Iron Men of God Conference. If you're somebody who's local to the Wisconsin area, consider seeing us there. We'll be there. Uh, we'll be doing some recording and talking about man stuff and, and godly stuff as well. So, I think that's all the announcements and, and considerations I have, guys. I'm glad that you're with us. I love you. Um, I pray that God continues to work in your hearts and your minds and you continue to be blessings in your families, in your communities, and in your churches. Let's do some let's do some Saturday morning coffee. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciplers podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of Ken and father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com You guys know that my personally favorite uh, favorite social media is is Instagram, um, and uh, I so I. In the last couple of weeks, um, I, I don't spend a lot of time on social media on purpose because it's just too much temptation. But um, man, <laughs> some of the uh, one of my favorite things on Instagram is looking at the stupid inspirational quotes um, that people throw out there, and, and there's all kinds of them. They're all over the place, um, and, and the best thing is most of the time the pictures are. Have absolutely nothing to do with the quote that's there. If you if you know what I'm talking about, you're probably chuckling with me. Um But oh man, some of these motivational quotes are just uh oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Here's a couple that I came across in the last couple of days that made me shake my head. Um you're only as strong as the drinks you mix, the tables you dance on, and the friends you party with. <laughs> Live for the nights you'll never remember with the friends you'll never forget. Live, laugh, and love. I think there's more to life than living, laughing, and loving. You have to look through the rain to see the rainbow. Sing like no one is listening. Love like you've never been hurt. Dance like nobody's watching. It's good, it's good advice if, you, uh, if, if nobody's actually watching, right? Um, we've all heard them. <laughs> we've all heard these cliche, dumb stuff, right? Keep calm and carry on, all that kind of stuff. Right? and uh, there are people that legitimately believe that these quotes are going to change their lives, and if it does good for them, I guess more power to them. Um, but we start to uh, when we start depending on quotes like this, depending on this kind of motivation, we end up far from where we ought to be and far from what we should actually be thinking about when we're making big-time life decisions and when we're looking for, whether it's motivation or uh, passion or any of those things when we start looking for that kind of stuff on the internet um, it's it, we uh, put ourselves in danger of, of falling drastically short um, and and so there are some of these that really truly are dangerous and and the one I want to talk about today is this idea that we ought to follow our hearts <laughs> you hear people say it all the time. And sometimes it's a joke, right? I, I, I will personally admit that when we're standing in the uh, standing in the line at the ice cream shop and the guy in front of me can't decide whether he wants Rocky Road or Double Chocolate Fudge or Blue Moon, I have more than once jokingly said, dude, just follow your heart. <laughs> and that's not such bad advice, I don't think. The one that you're thinking the most about is probably the one you want to eat. Um, but the reality is when the big things come, when the big decisions come, it's not such a good idea to follow my heart. In fact, it's foolishness to follow my heart. Because if you, if you look at the, the account of the fall from sin, um, Scripture makes it clear that every part of me is sinful. That everything that has anything to do with me as a human being is now sinful. God created us perfect. We were created in God's image. Adam and Eve were created in the image of God. And when Adam and Eve were perfect and living in the garden, they followed their hearts because their heart was perfect and pure and clean. But when Adam fell, when Adam and Eve sinned, they committed a sin that was self-seeking. They wanted to be like God. They didn't think they were enough. They didn't think that God had created them good enough, and they wanted to be like God, knowing good and evil. And so they committed a sin that was self-seeking and selfish. We are no longer pure in heart. We are no longer pure of heart. We no longer have perfection in us. And, and our hearts are just as corrupt as everything else. The scripture makes that absolutely clear. In, um, oh boy, in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. The heart is the captain of my existence. The heart is the captain of my soul. <laughs> that came out wrong, but I think you know what I mean. The heart is is the center of who I am as a human being. And my heart is corrupt. I cannot trust my heart. Um, Jesus himself said in Matthew 15, verses 18 to 20, but the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart. And these, these things that come from the heart are what make a man unclean. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. And these are what make a man unclean. And these are all things that come from the heart. The heart is no longer something that can be trusted. The heart is no longer pure. You can name, I'm sure, if you you can name all kinds of Bible passages that talk about creating me a clean heart, right? A pure heart, purify my heart, purify my actions. It's because my heart is not clean and pure and my heart is not something that can be trusted. The heart is something I have to fight for. The heart is exactly what Luther is talking about when he says, drown the old man in daily sorrow and contrition. That is the fight to recapture my heart. It's the fight to keep my heart pure. The heart is something that needs to be fought for, something that needs to be mastered, something that needs to be purified, and something that needs daily maintenance and care in order to keep it pure and clean. The heart is not something that can be trusted because the heart is inherently deceptive. Following the heart is to follow a path of destruction and darkness. Following the heart will not lead me down paths of righteousness. Following the heart is going to lead me down a path of selfishness. It's going to lead me down a path of darkness that will land me in eternal condemnation. I cannot follow my heart. I cannot trust my heart. And so we need to stop using this phrase, follow your heart. We need to stop giving kids advice like, follow your heart. And we need to stop depending on our hearts to be the guiding light and when we're making tough decisions or even when we're making the small day-to-day decisions that impact uh, our future, the small day-to-day in, in decisions that impact the the health of my, my spiritual health, my physical health. I cannot make those important decisions, big or small, based on what my heart desires because my heart is inherently evil. My heart is inherently sinful. Paul laments the fact that even when he wants to do good, he cannot. Even when he wants to do good works, he cannot. His most righteous acts, the the best thing he could possibly want to do is like filthy rags. A literal translation of that verse is like menstrual cloths, like soiled menstrual cloths. Think about how disgusting that a soiled menstrual cloth is. And Paul says, that's the best I can do. That's the best I can muster on my own. That's the best that can come out of my evil and sinful heart. Our hearts are not something that can be trusted. God knows that too, and he tells us that in Proverbs 21, verse 2. He says, A man's ways seem right to him, but the Lord weighs the heart. The Lord isn't looking for us to follow our hearts. The Lord isn't looking for us to do what we believe is right. The Lord isn't looking for us to um, follow our sinful and corrupt hearts. That's not what he wants us to do. The Lord has prepared in advance good works for us to do. He knows that our hearts are corrupt. And so in his infinite wisdom, in eternity, he has prepared for us good works to do. And he will lead us. The Spirit will lead us to do what he desires. He will lead us to do what is right. He will lead us to do what is good. But we must follow him. The first thing you have to do if you're going to follow Jesus is to be in communication with your Heavenly Father. You will find wisdom and strength and guidance from Scripture. The best way to maintain a pure heart is to continually confess your sin and to take in the words of the Lord. If I am inherently corrupt and sinful and foolish, then I need someone to lead me and to guide me. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I don't need to follow my heart. The Lord is my shepherd and he will lead me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He will bring me the blessings that I, that I need and that I desire. He will take care of me. He promises me, me and he promises Jeremiah that he will give us hope in a future. He has blessings planned out for us. Our job is to diligently follow him. How do I follow him best? I dig into the word. I read the Proverbs. I read the Psalms. I read the scriptures. And I diligently speak to him. I speak to him when good things happen. I speak to things when I am corrupted, when I commit sins. I confess to my brothers and I receive absolution from them. I maintain a pure heart. I maintain purity of heart by continually diving into the word, letting the spirit wash over me and letting the blood of Jesus continually wash away my sin. Guys, while it is terrifying and frustrating to understand and to know that my heart is corrupt and that no matter what I do, I will never achieve perfection. No matter what I do, I will never be able to walk on my own. But how much greater then is the grace and the love of our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us who was our substitute for 33 years on earth. He was born in a barn. He lived a daily life of perfection into adulthood. He willingly walked the path of suffering and death it ended on Calvary, when not only was he crucified, but the Lord turned his back and Jesus suffered hell as my substitute. There is no longer any condemnation for the corruption that is me. There is no longer any guilt or shame associated with my corruption. I cling to my Heavenly Father. I continually wash in the waters of the Word. And I let the Lord lead me and guide me on paths of righteousness. He promises He will do it and He will. Don't follow your heart, guys. Follow the Lord. Seek Him out in everything that you do and train the young men and boys around you to seek Him out as well. God bless you guys. I hope you have a great week, a great weekend. I look forward to talking to you again on Monday. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook, under the Gird Up Podcast. And there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as Gird Up underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash GERDUP. And finally, please leave a five star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.